Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunza Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion. And hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Married to Bravo. That's Married Number Two Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes. Yay! And if you haven't already, please leave us a rate and review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It actually helps us get out to more Bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching. Yes, and please subscribe to us. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, Joe. What's the haps? What's going on in Minnesota? What's the haps? What's the haps on the craps, Nana? What's happening? Well, Minnesota, we have sunshine today. That's huge. Okay. Um... No wind. It's really nice. It's about 31 degrees already this morning. So um, makes for a better day. 31 degrees already 31 this degrees. Morning. Love it. That is warm, Nana. That, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Here, I think it's like 60. I don't know. It's oh, a little chilly. so nice. I had to put a hoodie on. It's a little oh. chilly. Yeah. You know what? Cry, cry me a river, okay? We have cry some me a river joining us in the chat. Good morning. Oh, Fonda. nice. Good morning, oh. Tammy. Um, in Rome, Sacramento Tammy. today. Uh, Tammy oh. says, Veronica's here. Love you both. We love you too. Welcome. welcome Hi, Veronica. Welcome. All right. So let's start this thing. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. I am here joined by my star of the show, my co-host, Nana, a.k.a. my mom, a.k.a. Eileen Lunzer. Eileen, mom, Nana, how's it going? Hi. It's wonderful. It's a good day. Good day. I've already gotten a lot done already today. What time did you wake up this morning? Um, I got up about 530 And I threw a load of wash in, unloaded the dishwasher, you know, the fun things in life. And you got a new jean jacket. Tell us about this new jean jacket you're wearing. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) It's really lightweight. Okay. It's Bandolino, so I'm sure that's a Target brand, right? But I got it at the Goodwill, and I got it with my 50% off coupon, so I got it for $2.50. If you guys didn't know, Nana is a Goodwill junkie. Like, she is, I mean, in a, in the best way possible. Um, she goes there, you get the senior discount, you can bring your coupons, and you live by kind of a fun Goodwill where you can dig through and people drop off damn near brand new stuff. Well, that's just it. I found the kids so many nice clothes, and the kids, they grow out of them so quick, so it's a wonderful place to go. It's right over in Oak Park Heights, if anybody's from Minnesota here. It's a good one. <laughs> Oak Park Heights. Oak. Fonda Oak. says, Nana is styling. And Nana, did you get a haircut? No, you're just wearing some kind of headband or something. What are you, jazzercising? Tra- What's happening? I, it kind of looks like that. I'm trying to get in, because look at all this. i got to get this cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get in, but this is a for stylists, it's the hottest time of the year, busiest, busy, busy, because it's getting around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So Mary, 
uh, from Ultima Belize, Stillwater, Minnesota, is, is trying to. Out. She's just got tons of shout outs today, guys. <laughs> it's she's you know she's trying to fit me in December fourth, but we're getting on the plane December fifth. That might work out. Oh, that so. would be great. This is Nana's coming to California December fifth. Uh, yes, with Papa, with my brother, my sister in law, and uh, my niece and nephew. So I'm so excited! Yay! I am too. All right, so we have people filling up in the chat. I wanted to check to see if we had any new rates and reviews. If you guys haven't already, please go on to iTunes, rate and review us. We so 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 appreciate it. Um, I think last time we were up to 116, and oh, we like that's to wonderful. read our rates and reviews and give you a shout out for taking the time to actually review our little baby podcast that we love so much. I always look forward to this, Joe, because it's my way of connecting with you. Oh, Nanny, you're so sweet. So this is wonderful. To too. Um, I look so forward to it. I wake up at 630 in the morning for it. Pacific time because you're in central time. I love myself some Nana uh, Mary DeBravo podcast. Okay. So uh, just real quick in the chat. Hey, Aaliyah. Hello, Marty from Rhode Island. Yes, Marty. Um, oh. Okay. So today we are going Marty, to Marty, I love that name. We're going to be breaking okay. down episode 15 of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, and the episode title was the orange doesn't fall far from the tree. A very dramatic episode. Let me just read the brief episode description I have here. Shannon and Bronwyn help their daughters prepare for college. Tamara attends one of Ryan's therapy sessions and is devastated by what she learns. Gina gets some advice from her mother that takes or that makes her think twice. Emily and Bronwyn advise Kelly about her estranged mother. Shannon and Tamara get together and hash things out. Nana, overall thoughts on this episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County? I I love this episode because they had so many things going on. It didn't just zero in on one thing and then drag it out. Mm-hmm. They touched on everybody. Um, the only part that I wasn't too crazy about okay. was Gina at the park talking with her parents. And I'm assuming those are her parents. Those are her parents. And let's get right into it, Nana. Why didn't you like that part? Because she just seems so childish. And I understand she's young. But you don't sit there and smile at your parents and go, I don't know if I love them. Well, you had a couple kids with them. You know, you had to love them at some time. Mm-hmm. And then she also mentioned, oh, and he's so jealous. Like, she was excited about that. Oh, oh that's thought wh- she seemed excited that he's jealous. Absolutely. See, I thought it was more nerves. I feel like when Gina's talking about Matt, now the more we know that about the uh, alleged you know, physical abuse and uh, in addition to the cheating, I feel like she's trying to protect him still in these episodes. And so the way she's coming off is, you know, he's just, he's jealous, but uh, I mean, that's okay, but it's not. Um, And, you know, he he can react and I I don't want him to react. So she's not ready to quite say out loud, this guy is an abusive jerk. So no, she's not. She's kind of trying to skirt around the issue because I honestly see true fear in Gina's eyes when she talks about this Matt situation. And I'm sorry, I missed that. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, I feel really bad for her. But I just, I see it where she's just kind of giddy about, oh, and then he gets so jealous because I'm dipping my toes in the water. Mm-hmm. Really? Your toes in the water. Okay. Call it what you want. And I don't think mom and dad want to hear that. 
Yeah. You know, well, she's out, you know, going on dates in Palm Springs with doctors. I don't even know why she's wasting her time with Matt anymore. I mean, I get he's the father of her kids, but it seems like this doctor's polite, nice, you know, Palm Springs doctor. So far. Yeah. She doesn't know. So far. She doesn't know him yet. Right, Nana? We talked about history before. Don't just jump in. Have a couple dates. Hold off. You don't have to jump into bed with them. I don't care if he's a doctor. I don't care if he's a physicist. Stop it. Stop it. Or you don't have to jump into a serious relationship, especially when you have That's three right. young kids because she's going to have to protect them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But her parents seemed very um, normal, if you will. Yeah. You know, they, they seem very nice and concerned mm-hmm. about their daughter. Um, the mom tried to get a few words in and she kind of cut her off at the quick. So I don't know. I, I wasn't really excited about Gina meeting up with her parents and talking about this. Well, and I think it's too because she's still trying to work with Matt, obviously, because they have kids, and also kind of date him and also sometimes sleep with them. It's just a really messy situation. You know That's I mean? the word. Mm-hmm. Yes, very messy. It's just too messy. And you can tell her parents want to say more. You can tell they want to say more, but they're treading lightly because they don't want to push her away. You can tell they know more. And as work. parents, mm-hmm. yeah, as parents, we do that. We do that. Sometimes I'll say, oh, I said too much or, oh, I should have said this. Mm-hmm. You know, we second guess ourselves too. Yeah. yeah. Tammy in the chat is saying, what's the doctor's name? I have no idea. And is he a plastic surgeon? I don't know. Well, he's in Palm Springs, right? And she said, she calls him Dr. Hottie. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Dr. Hottie. I think yeah. So. And how did she meet him? Well, maybe dating apps, maybe through a friend. I mean, oh, however I people always for- meet people. Okay, I always forget about the dating apps and business like that. Sure, I'm sure she did. Okay, so let's talk about Ryan going to therapy and Tamara joining him. What did you think about all that stuff going on? I mean, that was another mess. Oh, it was, and I applaud Tamara for getting him in, even though she likes to call it a life coach. Is that what she's Um, saying? Oh, yeah. I I missed that part. Well, it was um, prior episode. She mm-hmm. says, I just think you need to see a life coach. She goes, mm-hmm. a what? Because they're and so she says, afraid because it's still like mental health and getting help for mental health is still so stigmatized. And Tamara herself is someone who has said, oh, I don't talk about these things. It's like, well, look what happens when yes. you don't talk about these things. It's important. And call it what it is, a therapist, psychiatrist, whatever, you know, he needs I to liked- see someone. Yes, he does. And I liked how they flash back when he was a younger kid with her um, husband then. Simon. And how they, Mm -hmm. Simon, they didn't get along. And he does. He looks like a lost soul. He does. And I think this is going to be helping him. And I hope it doesn't. And I was so proud of all of them that they didn't hug their therapist. Okay? (laughs) If you missed it last episode, Nana said, (laughs) don't hug your therapist. You're already paying them. Nana is creeped out when you hug your therapist, apparently. But I used to hug my therapist, but Nana was like, don't hug your therapist. You're already paying them. There's the copay. You know, here it is. Here's your hug. Here's your hug. Here's your hug. Is a copay. Um, Yeah, I think this, seeing Ryan in that setting definitely made me more empathetic for Ryan. Ryan truly looks and has looked forever like a lost soul. And obviously he's trying to find something. And anyone who gets too into anything is missing something in life. There's something that's not quite, you know, uh, 
okay. Um, if you, you know, it, there's an unhealthy way to be into even exercise. I mean, um, and I think Ryan is searching for meaning and all kinds of different things. And I think with his daddy issues, he's searching for a daddy and his new love of Donald Trump and, uh, nationalism running around with his little hat and just getting in fights with his brother. And it shows that he, has a lot of resentment for his siblings and how they were raised and what they got compared to him because we do forget Tamara was a teen mom. Ryan was in the middle of this teenage relationship. And I don't know um, if his dad is in his life at all or i mean it seems like he was a little bit when he was younger i they never i don't think we've ever seen him on the show right i don't believe we have either and they got married at 18 tamra said that the marriage only lasted a year Mm -hmm. um and, and that's hurtful but can we jump just a little we're still in the Tamra. We're still going to talk about Tamra. You don't want to talk about Ryan anymore. You're over it. You're like, Ryan, you're no. getting the help. You didn't hug your therapist. Move on. I thought he was, he looked very handsome when he took off that stupid hat. Okay. And I'm not saying the flag is stupid. I'm not saying it. Oh, but, no. Nana's you pro know, flag. Never. She's pro flag, you guys. Mm-hmm. So flag day, <laughs> June 14th. Be there. Okay. So I just think that, you know, take the hat off when you're, you know, I know people wear hats inside now, but. As a sign of respect, we used to take hats off. You didn't wear hats unless you were Catholic and you had to wear a chapel veil as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Well, I think so, he wears the hat because he's self-conscious about his hairline and hair loss. That's why he wears oh, he looks every- real. he looks really cute. Don't he's worry about so it. He's so self-conscious. He's, just, he's dealing with yeah. a lot of issues and inner demons. And what I was very disheartened by is Eddie this episode. I was no. really sad that Eddie was saying, you know, you're a man, you need to, it's that really old school mentality that keeps people afraid of being more self-aware, of discovering things about themselves, of going to therapy, of being the best person they can and embracing their feelings and being able to move on is that old school mentality of you're a real man, you deal with your issues, you don't have to go to therapy. I'm like, Eddie, calm down, okay? You're going to have another heart attack. I mean, the guy... I mean, I was really putting that kind of information out into the world. And also when you're a stepdad, I think is extremely irresponsible. And Eddie isn't even old enough to have that kind of opinion. You know what I mean? They're so afraid of any kind of self-actualization or any kind of self-awareness, which makes me think, what are you hiding? What are you hiding, Ed? And I usually like myself some Eddie, but I did not like his response because now Ryan has to go watch his stepdad and he actually looks up to Eddie or appears to say he's basically a weak man who can't deal with his shit because he went to therapy. I'm like, Eddie, take several seats on this one. This is not your kid. We don't need Eddie the authority on abs to tell us about our brain and mental health. Okay, you just stick to telling us about our body fat percentage, Edward. I was mad at Eddie. I was like, no, Eddie, your wife needs therapy. Okay, you can't just whisk her off to Scottsdale every time she's causing drama and being childish. Uh, yeah. She needs to see a therapist. She'd be living in Scottsdale if that was the case, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. Uh, so, 
which is a nice town. God, that's a beautiful city. But okay, so Eddie, at first, you know, I kind of liked what he said, which makes me feel what? bad after what I know. I know it makes me feel bad after what you just said. I don't know what I was thinking. Was I too tired last night? But I he thought said, I don't think you're a man. If yeah, you I, are that still part dealing I, when you're struggling with your childhood issues as a man, well, some people never address it and process it until they're adults. And I actually think it makes you more of a man if you go into something like therapy and want to process these things and be a better person for your future spouse, for your current children, for yourself. That makes you a man. I totally agree. I was really wrong on this. At first, the way he said it, it was boom, boom, boom. You know, one, you have to, what did, what was the three things that he said? I should have written that one down. He said, just get Um, over it, move on, take care of yourself. One needs one needs, you know, nurturing, one needs hugging, one needs a good kick in the ass or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, that's that was... fine to say, you know, if you got, I wasn't really offended by that because, you know, different kids need different kind of motivation. Some need a kick in the ass, some need you to cuddle right. them a little bit. That's fine. But to basically say you're not a man if you're still dealing with issues from your childhood. Well, guess what, Edward, your wife, who you love to whisk away to Scottsdale, who you love to be like, we need trips to have sex. Um, Here's, I, I mean, not to totally blame Tamara, but let's just be real here. There are going to be effects on the children when Tamara and uh, Ryan's dad aren't able to make it together and then go off and have separate families. And then Tamara brings other men into Ryan's yes. life who necessarily aren't supportive, like Simon and Ryan did not get along. And you find these kids later in life who are in the middle of all these different families, they often feel lost. And there, I have so many friends in this situation who, you know, their parents either didn't stay together, which happens. I mean, I'm not blaming parents for not staying no. together. But no. there's going to be a, an effect then when the parents go off and start yes. side families. And then you're in the middle like, well, where do I fit in? Because my mom has a new family. My dad has a new family. My mom has another new family then. Where do I fit in? And I think that's always been Ryan's struggle is where do I fit in? And why do I have to watch these other kids reap the benefits of having a successful mom or married parents or whatever? So, yeah. Yeah. And he did say, he says, well, it doesn't make me sad, but it does make him sad. He's afraid about to say Yes. It. He's afraid to say it. Yes. But I thought it was a good session. Um, I, you know, Tamara, she goes, she's just worried about... Um, suicide i know that's so sad and that is that is just worrisome father now i mean this is the most important thing ryan can do for his life is to figure his shit out and get on a good page for his daughter going forward so he'll be the best dad he can and it sounds as though he is but now tamra's saying he puts too much energy into the daughter there's no such thing tamra too much energy into a child no such thing I don't know what you have to start putting you have to start putting those kids first and if these housewives did that we wouldn't want to watch them well I mean they wouldn't be as exciting yeah and you're right and you know Tamara's got issues where you know she's got a daughter who still is estranged from her who's in college now she hasn't even seen where she lives in college you know so I don't Tamara even despite being a mom of how many kids isn't the authority on Exactly no, what no. Ryan should do. Every generation, I think, should surpass the next in you know pro- progressing and you know finding themselves. And I think Ryan needs to not get stuck in the past with Tamra and Eddie and that yes. kind of mentality. And his dad, I think, he needs to progress like he's 
hopefully doing and find himself and be the best version of himself he can be. And I think therapy is the place Ryan needs to be 24 seven. And he, he is there and he just needs to continue. You're right. Mm -hmm. He does need to continue. So that was kind of a very sad over kind of a sobering, sobering type of, yeah, just to watch that. But you know, Tamara, she likes to make it all about her. I just want to die. Oh, you know, don't what? Why are you saying that? You're sitting on a couch with your son. Be supportive. I, yes, you're the one that got him there. I applaud you for that, Tamara, but, but now don't it's make not it about, about you. Yourself. Be now there it's not about what you. Ryan needs in this moment. Um, and yeah, don't make it about yourself. I think that's hard for Tamara because Tamara couldn't even respect her teenage daughter at the time's boundaries of don't talk about me. I don't want anything to do with the show. And she couldn't respect yes. that. And now, unfortunately, she's lost that relationship at the time. And she continues to talk about it. I'm like, don't talk about it. And I think what what I found is because it's not about Tamara; it's about me. Uh-huh, of um, course, of course. I think what <laughs> I think what I found with raising children is, and I found it out later. Sometimes you don't have to fix the situation. Sometimes they just need an ear. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a really good tip. Hot take on parenting, Nana. Hot take. Well, it took me a lot yeah. of years to figure that out because I wanted to fix everything. Oh, oh, that made you sad? Well, we'll do it this way. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Instead of just sitting back and listening. Mm-hmm. I think that's true for lots of relationships, even marriages and stuff. Is Sometimes I found that in yes. my own marriages, we just need our partner to hear us, to listen to us, and right. to validate our feelings so that we can move on. We don't need someone to come in and try to fix it or say, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, because then you yes. ultimately feel yes. judged. You know, yeah, and then you don't want to share anything if you're going to feel judged. Yeah, you just want to feel safe with the people you love. And yeah, you can share things because sometimes you, I'm the type of person. Sometimes I just need to say things out loud and be like, "I'm mad about this," and I know it's irrational or I know it's this, but I'm mad and I'll get over it. But I just need to say it. And well, I learned that lesson from you. You did. Oh yeah, because you said it straight out to me, and it was during uh, when you were seeing. Um, your, your ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was, you know, jumping in when you were talking and jumping in saying we could do this or you could do this. And he said, mom, sometimes I just want you to listen. Oh. And I went, wow. I mean, as a Scorpio and as a mother, <laughs> I don't take that. I don't take that very well. And speaking of Scorpio, what date is that Jolene today? Um, it is the 14th, which means, oh, Five more shopping days till my birthday. Yes. Okay. So Nana's birthday is November 20th. If anybody wants to come bearing gifts on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like, yeah, incense and myrrh and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. Let me read a couple comments um, in the live chat here. Marty W. says, I have three boys. I try to keep my opinion to myself unless asked. I think that is um, very smart. That's huge. Marty, for sure. Uh, Denise says, it's scary that you really don't know how your child would re- will react to a stressful life. It is scary. I mean, I can't, I'm not a parent. Yes. I applaud parents. I have no idea what, I mean, I can't even grasp all the things that to worry about, to stress about that. I mean, ugh, I just, I'm, there are days where I'm glad I'm not a parent because it's just the hardest job and being responsible for another life. And it's not, it doesn't just stop when they're 18. It seems like no. you worried the whole their whole life. Absolutely, and um, 
do I do I think it, it's just wonderful to see them succeed? Yes. Um, and it kills us if they fail at something or you can see yourself in your child going, oh, I had trouble with that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have known this. I should have seen this coming. Yeah. Um, when I was when you were like, oh, Joe, when Jolene gets mad, sometimes she throws stuff. So does Nana. The the apple doesn't get thrown far from the tray. (laughs) Can we go get back to that? Can we get back to the title of this one? Sure. Okay. What was the title again? (laughs) The orange doesn't fall far from the tree. tree? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I bring it up and I'm ready to DVR it, plus I watch it, plus I, you know, watch it live and then I go back and watch it. How do you, I can only see Are we doing the orange help now? Are we doing, just are we a little doing, bit, okay. itty bit. Okay. The orange doesn't fall far from, that's all I get. And how do you scroll down to get the full message on the DVR and what it's recording? So just a thought for people out there. I have no idea. I'm kind of afraid to use the arrows. Like I'm going to screw something up. Use the arrows maybe, or like open it up and then move it down. I don't know. We'll see if someone works for one of the cable companies in here and they can give you some tips about how to read the full title of episodes in your DVR. (laughs) This is important to me. I could kind of guess what they were trying to say. Duh. Mm -hmm. But it would be nice to see it. So I don't know. I can see. Oh, okay. Oh, you see the whole thing. Okay. I see the whole thing. And if I wanted to watch it online, I would have to have another device or I could Shady watch it on my... saying in the chat, just Google any tech questions. So you can just Google oh. it too. So like, oh, okay. how do I see the full title in my DVR? Okay. Touch the info button, Denise is saying. Nana, you're getting all the hot tips. Tammy says info button. So Nana, info hit button. Info, info button on your remote control. Thank you guys for um, rolling in the chat. Thank with you. With some thank hot you. tips because Nana, she, she's got some technical questions on the remote. <laughs> I do. I do. You know, you, you think about what we've gone through, though. I mean, I'm not we, but, you know, as, as a, you know, going to be five days, 65 years old, we didn't have any of this, you yeah. guys. No, it's oh always, my gosh. Yeah. It was just like you get up, you turn the channel on your, your TV Remember and most of the time dial? we had a dial TV back we, in the, when we when I was the really dial, young. The mm-hmm. dial would always fall off so you had that players <laughs> that you would go bump bump bump. What do you want? 4, 5, 9 or 11. That's there's oh, your channel. All your channels. Okay, so back to the chat. Okay, sorry. Um, let's see. What Shady Booty says if Tamara gets another storyline prayers let's uh have it be getting a relationship with her kid that's estranged or something we need a new pot stir tam is old news to me shady booty says uh says i'm a scorpio also oh let's write that down denise d-e-n-i-s-e okay uh nina says when my kids uh vent i then vent to my husband that's smart so you're venting. Okay. Vent your husband. Be careful, Nan. I think your um, microphone is kind of hitting your jacket. Those little cords. Oh, sorry. Down when sorry. You move too get... much. There right. you go. It's just those big tatas that Nana's got. She's all just about move her tatas. Them, move them to the side. <laughs> just put them under your armpits, Nana. Just rest <laughs> them under there, would you? Please. Oh, I can hear it again. She did it again. 
Um, really? Okay. Yeah, so maybe just All hold right. it out a little from your shirt because it might just be rubbing up. Sorry. Lil, okay, that's okay. Technical issues with Nana and I will. on the Mary. Yes, Bravo I will do that. How's that? Then it's not going to hit. Today. Yes, yes. Just... Because I, like I said before, I so enjoy doing these with you. And I know we're, Are you, you know, we got to stay on task. or something, Nana? Because you keep saying you're. No, but I just want to say that it really is. A wonderful life. You guys, she's holding and, up a card of Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed in It's a Wonderful Life, which is our favorite holiday oh. movie we watch every year, multiple times. Even when it's not around the holidays, we watch the damn movie. Love it. So with that, It's a Wonderful Life, yes. who do you want to talk about next? All right, Nana. Oh, I like. Nice transition. Nana's coming in with Thank transitions. You. I'm trying. You're killing it, Nana. You're killing it. Okay, so moving on from that, we covered Emily. We covered Ryan and Tamara. Let's talk about Shannon and Bronwyn's daughters going off to college. Now, Bronwyn took a tour with her daughter, and Shannon's daughter wants to go to a Southern college, meet a Southern guy. That Didn't that make you feel sad? Well, it was that very that's why old school. Why? I mean, back in the day, totally. women only were encouraged to go to college to find a husband. Yes, stop it. And the idea, what is your main, this is Shannon speaking, once the coach came in, they get a coach to help oh, her. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious because so relevant <sighs> to what's happened with Lori Absolutely, Aunt Becky, and how Shannon had that Freudian slip and said the Bedores are above the law. And then she goes, no, 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 not above the law, not above the law. So they pay a college coach mm-hmm. to come in. I was almost disgusted that now colleges want children, these are children, to brand themselves towards them. Not only are colleges ripping kids off uh, with their prices increasing 500% since the 80s. Do you think salaries are increasing 500%? No. So we basically send kids to school. If they're not rich, they go into debt to go yes. to these schools, and then they're indebted to these companies who aren't raising their salaries to pay them more. I mean, it's just all BS, not to get too political or anything, but college prices are out of this world. They are ridiculous. Yes. And... Uh, I just, I don't know. But, you know, and Shannon's daughter, she is so smart, 17 years old, and she said, every degree is the same. What? If I went to a community college or if I went to California She's State. not necessarily wrong nowadays. A bachelor's degree is kind of like a high school diploma. That's why I think they really need to lower these tuition rates because now it's either experience, master's degree, doctorates. Um, it's, it's crazy. So I think we need to progress like, um, you know, and look at it that way. Like bachelor's degrees kind of now are like uh, employers and stuff look at them like high school diplomas. Really? Yeah. So she's not wrong. And I also would encourage kids to, I know I don't have kids, but I would, honestly, if I had a kid, I would say, take a year off, do your, uh, go to a community college, save money because to put yourself in such debt for what? And to pick at 17 or 18, what you want to do with the rest of your life, take some time to get to know yourself, take some time to go to a community college, support the community college. You can get just as good of an education. Who says USC is better because it's private. Look at all the corrupt practices they're doing and taking money from people and letting the rich kids get ahead. Why bankrupt yourself so early in life? You know, give it a minute, let it breathe. I think it's a really old school mentality that you got to jump right into college and you better right. get that degree. Uh, but nowadays, it's like 
No, a bachelor's is very similar to a high school diploma. And, you know, these rich kids like Shannon's kids, I mean, obviously they have the upper hand. Uh, but normal, average people like us who have to pay for it ourselves, I, I mean, it's criminal what they're charging people to go to school. That's very true. That's very true. And I, like I said, never went to college. Mm-hmm. Always felt like I missed out on something. You and your brother both said to me, you didn't miss the thing, Mom. And, and yeah. you know what? It's like, wow. Okay. I mean, I always- college, is a, it's an experience. It's definitely, I mean, I'm still paying off. Uh, part of my bachelor's degree and I went to a little bit of grad school and I'm still paying that off. But like Shady Booty saying in the chat, learn a trade. I mean, community college first two years, Shady Booty says, then transfer to get the rest of it done. Cheaper way to do it. Do it the most cost effective. Don't let the media, I'm not saying the media, don't let the media, don't let people tell you that, oh, you have to have this for your, you know what, Nana, every job interview I've ever been to, and I'm damn near 40 years old, uh, have no one's ever asked me where I graduated from. No one's ever asked me what my GPA was. No one's ever really even asked me much about college, period. Isn't that something? Because when I was in the workforce, okay, it wasn't, you know, college wasn't the thing, you know, we worked. And so when I was going for a a higher position, if you will, um, they still had to post it, post the job, Mm -hmm. because that's the law. And what one of the requirements was a college education. So I went over to the person posting this. I said, well, I can't apply for this job now because I don't have college. And she was so taken aback. You don't have college? And I said, no. I mean, I went right out in the workforce and kept working. So that kind of made me feel kind of bad. So they took it out of that job description. See how things work. To be so judged, you don't have college. There's something to be said for people that have tons of work experience too. You know what I mean? Someone like you, obviously you had all the experience. So someone just coming out of college wouldn't have all the knowledge that you have. We had a lot of our managers and things that didn't feel that way, though. College was still a big deal. Well, I think... And um, and I'm not saying it's not. It's just mm -hmm. that I see what you're saying, that it's not the end all. No, it's not the end all. And it does, you know, basically all it says on a lot of, you know, job applications is, you know, bachelor's degree required, but then they never ask you anything. So where you get that bachelor's degree, who the hell cares? As long as you can afford it and it works for you. Don't let anyone try to fool you into, obviously, if you go to Harvard, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to do a little better in life. I mean, you go to Stanford, you go to Yale. Yeah. you pro- And you probably started off with more means anyway. So you're probably on the well, trajectory already. <laughs> that's right. And Frazier did always mention that he went to Harvard. Oh, Frazier. In the okay. show. Love that show. That's Anna a good loves. show. But Kelsey Grammer in real life, no thanks. I, you know, okay. I never got to meet the man. I didn't like what he did with Camille and his kids and... Yeah, that's, you know what? I'm sure. Keisha makes a great point in the chat, Nana, and says, nowadays, it's really who you know, not what you know. My friend out of college, mother knew a hiring manager, and that's how he got his job. It's so true. It's so true. Nepotism. It's still true to know, this day. It's true to this day. It's even it's true, true to this about day. getting into college. But I thought it was so funny that Shannon was like, the Bedores are above the law. I mean, not above the law. You know, I know. all those women and those when she, in that area yes. are paying for their kids to get into colleges. And when she was standing there, and I think it's in her living room, saying that 
her hair looked great. She should wear it like that right? all the time. She so, had like that little wave or something. Little wave. She looked so much younger. She just looked great. All right. And, and I'm and I'm saying nice things about Shannon. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. So then Bronwyn went to her daughter's co- college. They did like a tour. The daughter's going to major in art, but she's a rich kid. Rich kids can major in art and see what happens. They can shake them dice and roll them. But people like us, I mean, Chell got a theater degree. I got a journalism degree. And every day we're like, why didn't we do a trade? <laughs> why didn't we do something that can make us some damn money? Uh, well, hindsight is a wonderful <laughs> thing, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? I remember oh, learning yeah. print journalists made right out of college and even after. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I probably should have thought this through, but nobody tells you about that stuff. So, all right. So we saw Bronwyn go and Bronwyn was just so excited to be at college. It almost seemed like she was going to college and she's like, I met your dad around this age. And we're like, all right, Bronwyn. Okay. So then, I know. um, we talk a little bit about Kelly's mom and her problems and Bronwyn and, um, Emily advised her to talk to her mom, which is like, yeah, Kelly, talk to your mom. Quick news about Kelly. She's engaged. Not to that guy. No, no, no. Um, she is okay. actually dating an anchor, Rick Leventhal, from Fox News. Uh, and he popped the question, and it got posted last night on social media. It's a huge rock. It looks like, I don't know, 22 carats. Who knows? But, yeah, he is just looks uh. like a Fox News dude. And Kelly looks really happy, and she told People Magazine, I'm beyond excited for our future together. Rick is the is my best friend, my partner in crime. I'm so in love. I can't believe this happened to me. I feel like I just won the lottery. So, And Rick seems to be really into her. I think they met when she was hanging out with Ramona from The Real Housewives of New York. And oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Could Kelly be leaving the show then? No, Kelly's not going anywhere. She knows where she's making her money. She knows where she's true, making her money, Nana. True story. So also, Can we talk about Kelly for a minute? Oh, yeah, sorry. go ahead. I no, go ahead. When, um, okay, I'm trying to think of, uh, it was her, and what's her boyfriend, her old boyfriend's name? I always plastic forget that doctor, doctor plastic cares. surgeon yeah. doctor. They're sitting there. And who walked in? Emily. Yes. Did you find that odd that she's never met him before? No. It's so not, oh, you you didn't find that odd. No, because Kelly oh. and Emily are just kind of getting closer. So no, oh, I didn't okay. find it odd. I think she's trying to, you know, keep okay. him to herself, you know, cuz otherwise she's got to slap ladies' hands away at the bar. You know, Kelly's like, "Get away from my plastic surgeon boyfriend." But he's just not that into her and you can totally see it. He doesn't want to be oh, married. I know. He's never been married, you know. He has a few children. Um, One yeah, child, that was just Oh, was it? I, I thought so. he, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I just, I thought that was really strange, the way that whole thing broke down. Oh, I've never met you. I've heard so many nice things about you. It's kind of like, huh? And then Emily's like, we got a doctor, we got a lawyer, and we got Kelly. And I was like, ooh. Uh, what a slap. All what right. A slap. All right, Did you Emily. see Kelly kind of do this? Oh, she gave her and a look? And that was it. She kind of gave her a look like, mm. Mm. Ouch. All right. Let's get to the big topic at hand, which is the confrontation that finally goes down between Shannon and Tamara. Uh, And Tamara is just like 
Shit, I went to Scottsdale to have sex with Eddie, and no one was replying to me. So Eddie couldn't even get her away and get her even the D couldn't get her mind off girl drama. Tamara lives for this, but Tamara plays the victim. She's so good at playing the victim. Like, and Eddie's like, "You need new friends." Yeah. I'm like, "No, Tamara needs to learn how to be a friend first of all, because she's she's being too messy. She's talking too much shit about all of her friends. They're comparing notes, and now she's caught. But she's so easy to throw Shannon." Her bestest best friend. I mean, Shannon loves Tamara. And then I love no. how the editing was really good and shady and showed exactly that everything Tamara was saying, like, you probably started. Shannon was just sitting there at that dinner when everyone was talking about Tamara, just, you know, dumbfounded. Like, I don't want to talk about my And friends. she was just drinking her cocktail, yeah. drinking her cocktail, drinking her cocktail, not saying a word. So what did you think yeah. about Tamara calling? She was so mad at Shannon. She complains about how much Shannon calls her and how she just, she needs her time alone and Shannon's too codependent on her. And then when Shannon doesn't reply to her, Shannon's the devil. I know. And, you know, here I am again feeling bad for Shannon because she looked like a little whip puppy dog. But then she got up and kind of stood, stood up for herself. What a horrible but analogy. A whipped puppy dog, Nana? A whipped puppy dog. <laughs> no one yes. should whip and the puppy dog. <laughs> no, right. And then you got Tamara. Well, yeah, it's true. And then you got Tamara, who just looks like a wicked witch. Her yes. eyes started to squint, and she had that big white cup. And I was waiting to hear, I'll get you my pretty and your little dog, too. I'm waiting for it, because that's just what she was. She was just a witch to her. She was. Shame on you. Shame on you. She called her out, and she's like, I know you're behind this. And Shannon's like, are you serious? They came to – no. it's, it's so classic how Tamara can turn around her talking shit, her being a bad friend, on to the person who's there to – Shannon was actually yes. respecting the fact that she was off. I mean, maybe she should have – well, no. I think she was respecting no. the fact that she was off with Eddie. Eddie last season talked – mad crap about Shannon. Shannon calls too much and Shannon interrupts us. So so Shannon was just like, you know what? We'll talk about it when you get back. Yeah. But Tamara yeah. had to know the tea. She had to know what was going on. And so poor Shannon is just like, ah. And how would Shannon know what Kelly had sent Tamara? How would Shannon know that? You know how? You know why Tamara is so mad? Because Tamara would know. Because Tamara would call. Tamara would ask. Tamara's that messy friend that's in everything. What did she say? What did she say? say? Show me this. So the reason Tamara is so... so worried about Shannon doing this is because Tamara would do that. So she's oh. projecting the things that she does and how she is as a friend. She's assuming everyone does that shit. Well, guess what, Tamara? They don't. Oh, and she photocopied her um, what is text this? messages. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Is this Ken again with Lisa? I know. Printing I just started. Messages? I love that because I like paper and I like to print things out and look at things and stuff. But when she came out with this big ream of paper of messages, I thought, well, you got to be so careful what you write in a text message. It can come back and bite you in the butt years from now. And Tamara, you're showing your age when you're printing out text messages. So, yes. I'm surprised she didn't highlight it and everything. So Tamara, of course, didn't take any <laughs> responsibility. If you were Shannon, no, what would none. you do in that situation? I think, you know, and I know she wants to be her friend really bad, but once she called her a puppet master... I think I would have just not even excused myself. I would have gotten up, pushed my chair in, taken my little napkin, wiped my face, and I'm out the door. Ooh. I would have I would have just left. While just keeping eye contact the whole time, Nana, while drinking your drink, wiping your face, and walking away. I'd walk away backwards like, 
just staring at her. <laughs> I would I would have tripped up walking backwards. Um, but and if I could still skip, I'd skip out of there. <laughs> I wonder if I can still skip. Huh, no, I you should do try have that. two new hips, so I think you should be able to skip, Nana. I should be able to skip. I didn't even think about it. I yeah. haven't thought about skipping in a long time. You should probably try with those two new hips. I'm going to try skipping today. That's my goal. So overall thoughts about their little encounter. What's going to happen next? I just, you know, I mean, Tamara's running out of friends. She's got to be endearing to Shannon. She's got to. Mm-hmm. Kelly threw her under the bus, and Kelly's going to keep Tamara under the bus because Kelly wants to move up the ladder. Oh, yeah. And I think Kelly, you know, wanted to be Tamara's friend, but then realized, like, oh, no, this is the same Tamara that I was dealing with before. And she wants to – I love how Kelly sent those text messages, like, you want to start with me? I'll bring it. Like, Kelly's going to throw the nuke. You want to throw a bomb? I'll throw a nuke or whatever her I know what her tagline is or what, yes. Saying is – and someone said, get better material or get new material at one of the reunions. Oh, well. Yeah. I just, you know, um, I, again, we still don't have Emily. You know, she's giggling and she thinks this is a, you know, fun thing to be in, to be the checkers where she, they're talking about the other gals being the chess moves. Yeah, Kelly said and, that. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. I didn't like what Kelly had on. She had some parochial schoolgirl white well, she's really into the big Gucci, Gucci or something. I don't know. I don't know um, the fancy I, stuff. I don't either. I know Target and Kohl's. Okay, yeah. what else you got? Target and Goodwill. Kohl's. We know a little bit of Macy's. Go- oh, I miss. It. Yeah. You know, Macy's. I miss going to Macy's. I used to go there for work clothes and things. And before that, here in Minnesota, it was Dayton's. So we miss Dayton's here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't go off on tangents this time. I you hope people notice that. Tangents. People love your tangents. I okay, your I haven't tangents. gone on that many. I'm sorry. I just really was focused on this story because there were so many people getting thrown under the bus this time. It was like, boy, anybody going to help her? So yeah. ultimately, Tamara decides that the common problem isn't Tamara and Tamara's talking shit and Tamara being messy. She decides it's Kelly. And Kelly being damaged goods and Tamara is done with her. What do you think about that? Well, I laughed because was it, I think it was this episode where Kelly said she called Tamara trailer trash real nice. Oh, Kelly called Tamara trailer trash? Yep. Yeah. What is, you know, you guys, well, I don't know. I just, but I, I mean, know way to keep- just project. You can't take any accountability for your actions. And so now you're blaming. Kelly. Right. Kelly's the problem. Right. Not you, Tamara, for getting caught red-handed. You're not the problem. And she so, did. And where's where's Vicky? She wasn't on this one. They just showed like flashbacks. I know I hear that little sigh. She's from too you. busy planning her ninth wedding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where Vicky is. Come on, Vicky, come on back in. Well, there's drama. There they had, they taped the reunion last Friday, Nana, and there was drama oh. between Kelly and Vicky. And then there was talks that Vicky's like, "I'm never coming back." Yeah, right, Vic. Uh, and apparently, I, mm. there was a showdown at the reunion, so the reunion's going to be hot. But ultimately, my, Tamara, my favorite, your favorite is the reunion. Yes, the reunions because they just dress to the tens and they look so good. And oh, oh yeah. So ultimately, just now Tamara's like. You better join my side, and now Tamara's going to come for uh, Kelly and, like, Shannon. All right. So Shannon didn't get to get any of her feelings out, didn't even – basically, Tamara's just like, I didn't do it. I didn't say it. 
And now I wonder how Shannon feels after watching this episode, knowing that, in fact, you know, Tamra is guilty of this. And Shannon knows that in her heart of hearts. She just doesn't want to break up. She's like in another bad relationship. She's not going to break up with Tamra because she wants to be her friend so badly. And Shannon, she'll forgive her. She'll forgive her. She already did. If she's smart, she'll just kind of keep going, keep going, just to hang in there. Um, I hope they don't do a big storyline on the kids going to college, though. That was kind of a snooze fest for me. Nana's bored. Um, I, I was. I mean, it's like, really? Okay. Um, could you wear a, what did What the hell did Bronwyn wear to go look around campus? Just shorts and a top. Oh, okay. Nana's not impressed. I wasn't impressed because she's like, walking around like. Short, shorts. That's what I was saying. It was like Bronwyn was at college, not her daughter. I know. I know. Did it make you think about 10th grade? Tenth was it 10th grade. grade? Or when did you go to Hill? Um, ninth grade? Ninth grade, yeah. Why? Because I walked around during the, in, you know, when you go and you see every the orientation. I was so excited for you to go there and you didn't want to. And oh, yeah, Nana tried I to made, send me to private school. Um, I made such a big deal about grade, it. I was a public school kid and I couldn't, I couldn't relate to these private school kids. And Nana had to work weekends and had to work at all the events just to pay the expensive tuition. And I was like, I don't even like these rich kids. Just send me back to public school with my people. I know. I feel bad. I, you know, that was one big mistake <laughs> that I made. And that I think about that often. That was a mistake, Nana. Who cares? Why well, do you feel you bad about that? Well, you just didn't want to go and I wasn't listening to you. It's just I, I had my thoughts on how I liked going from first through eighth in a parochial school and how close everybody was. And I should have known everybody had their clicks and stuff by then. I, yeah, I, I looked back at that. just couldn't relate to those rich kids. They were driving Beamers and... I, they yeah. were, you know, I just hadn't been in any kind, I was, you know, 15 and hadn't been in any kind of private school. I just knew public school kids. I couldn't understand these kids. So yeah, like Kem said in the chat, Nana just wanted the best for Jolene. You were doing a great job and actually you did an awesome job because you listened to me and then 10th grade through 12th, I went back to public school and everything was fine. Don't yes. beat yourself up. Be more Tamara about it. Blame me. Blame someone else. Don't blame no, yourself. Because <laughs> I really, I mean, Dad, remember, was it Annie? Yep. Or was it Desi? Annie. Annie mm-hmm. That came downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was in our old house. And I remember I was walking on my stair stepper and sweating A to beat the band. stepper. Remember those? Yes. Yeah, I was on the stair stepper. You came downstairs. You said, Mom, I just want to talk to you. I just don't want to go there anymore. Well, my, just, my heart broke because I thought, wow. I, My funniest thing, though, I mean, was I just wasn't listening. And again, here we go again about listening to your, sometimes you don't have to talk, just listen to what your child's saying. Yeah. And that was I a mean, perfect example. I had a nice experience. I met some really cool people, but most of the cool people I met were other city kids. So the suburban kids who were rich, I couldn't really relate to, but all the kids yeah. that were from the city who had hardworking parents who were just trying to do the best for them became my friends. And so it was fine. Nana, you are great. Yeah. But that's what I thought of when I saw her walking around yeah. with that little thing. I remember walking through the school with that orientation packet and you were like seven, 20 steps, 27 steps behind me. You and your dad going, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Like, this is so, where I have to wear a uniform. What is going on here? We have to pay to go to this place. Public school, just take it out of your taxes. Just go over there. What are you talking about, Nana? I know. So I'm sorry. I got off on that tangent. No, that's okay. Just when I said I wasn't going to. So... Let's rate this Overall, episode. 
Mm-hmm. Overall, yeah. yeah. Uh, one to seven housewives, seven being a perfect episode, one being the worst episode you've ever seen of the housewives. What would you rate this episode of the Real Housewives of Orange County? I really, I'm giving it a six because I like all the little storylines. I liked them all. They didn't hang in there with one person too long. Yeah, uh, you give it a six. Wow, I'm gonna give it. Oh gosh, I you know it was okay. Um, I'll give it a four and a half. Oh, okay. See, so I put up, up four. four. Yeah, I put up four. I wasn't doing any kind of um, gang signs. The west side. No, or what, no or west side, east side. Yeah. No. But yeah, I thought maybe I was going to hear a four from you. Um, I thought it took too long to get to the Shannon Tamra confrontation showdown. I wish they would have done that sooner. Uh, I wish there would have been more of that. I think we could have done a little bit less of everything else and got to the real bread and butter of the episode, which was those two and the confrontation. But yet again, Tamra starts yep. away from any responsibility, blames other people, sits there like this with her finger on her jaw and uh, her other finger on her oh, chin yes. her huge ring like with her huge crucifix necklace because she's you know this wonderful born again Christian who literally can you know take no accountability for her own actions it's just like okay what are you staring it at was, I was just kind of looking I was kind of looking around and thinking I don't agree with you on this but what? me yeah, no, no, I don't because, you know, they have to pull it to the very end. It holds your interest. You want to see it. I like the way they did it. Oh, you like it. Okay. I like. It's just like when you go into a grocery store, like a convenience store. They don't put the bread and the milk right up front. You have to walk a ways to get it. So you're going to be looking at other things. Oh, okay, Nana. All right. All right, Nana. With your interesting grocery store analogies, like it's damn supermarket sweep. All right, Nana. You little cutie. Okay. I never liked that show, Supermarket Supermarket Sweep. I loved that show. Did you? you Oh. Supermarket and fill up your cart. I always wanted to be on that show. I think it came back. Did it, honey? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. It just doesn't do anything for me. And then I was so disappointed because things preempted. Um, um, Price is Right yesterday, and we all know what that was. But, yeah, Price is Right was on, all on the yesterday. All the stuff. Yes. It, Price is Right was not on. So. Then I didn't get to see her boyfriend, Drew Carey. If, it, if she doesn't get to see Steve Harvey and Drew Carey, she loses her shit, you guys. She this loses is, it. That it isn't a good day. Even Frankie, my little oh, grandson, I mean, he's two, and he goes, no Price is Right, Nana? I go, no, because I always say, this is my show, and then we'll watch one of your shows. No Price is Right, Nana. He knows that's my favorite show. He's really smart. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's the episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Nana, for breaking everything down with me, Real Housewives of Orange County style. Uh, Love it. Yeah, I think we have more to come. I think we're going to see Vicky next episode. I forgot what happens in the previews, but I have been watching, you know, the after show videos too on bravotv.com, which if you can, Nana, definitely check those out. I think Shady Booty recommended we check them out too. And I have been watching them and it's just short videos of the Orange County Housewives breaking down what they saw on the latest episode. So, and how do I get into that? What would that be? BravoTV.com. I'll help you with it. Don't you worry. All right. Don't thanks you so worry, much. girl. I got you. I got you, girl. Thanks a lot. And being with you, it is a wonderful life. And I think I'm going to go watch that movie today, later on. All right. That sounds good. You guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. We're still at 116 rates and reviews, trying to get to that 120 for some reason. I don't know. I just set that arbitrary. Come on. I like Remember? it. 
Uh, also, like this video. Do it right now. Like this video on YouTube if you're joining us live. If you're joining us later on iTunes, hi, future listener. And uh, leave your comment even <laughs> after it posts. Thank you for all your comments, for joining us in the chat. And Nana, as always, love doing this with you. Can't wait till Sunday. Thank we get you. a new episode of Atlanta, and then we will come back next week. I'm looking. Another Married to yes. Bravo. I'm looking forward to it. And I just want to say to Denise, um, happy um, birthday. It should be coming up or you just had one. She, that Scorpio girl. Okay. Scorpio. Nana wrote your name down. She took the note, Denise, because she loves. I love Scorpios. We either like you or we really don't. Yep. We are Tamara. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people far. Bye. Bye.